0: Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book, and I'm your host for this podcast series. This is episode 15 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is the Hierophant. So let's begin. i got to have a little, a little confession for you guys here. When I started learning tarot, this was the hardest card in the deck for me. You know, for one, I didn't know how to pronounce this name. I know it sounds kind of silly, but I think there's a lot of people who aren't sure how to pronounce it. And, and two, you know, it was just hard for me to relate to this figure. And I always say it might be that I had a problem with authority when I was younger, like most young people do. And, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up in a household that was actually really religious um, and in some ways pretty oppressive. You know, my father made it clear that men ruled the roost. And sometimes I felt that the church seemed to put that energy out there as well. You know, and I often wondered why I couldn't be a priest. These were the thoughts I had as a really little girl. And, you know, one day when I was about five, I got in big trouble because I was caught playing priest and handing out penises communion. Now, my mother thought that was totally blasphemous. You know, after all, girls girls aren't priests. We don't get to do that sort of thing. So I still laugh at that. And I think in the back of my mind, when I started learning tarot, those things were there. And those were things that I needed to kind of process so I could make peace with the Hierophant. The one other thing I want to add is that I was actually really fortunate that I did grow up with a wonderful priest named Father Dooley. And Father Dooley was just a very kind and compassionate man. He was absolutely fabulous. He was somebody who really made you feel um, like you were heard and valued and just overall a wonderful priest. So I had a great experience with him. And I often saw him as a figure of mercy. So when I look at the Hierophant, I really try to think about uh Father Julius, by archetype for the hierophant, and that really helps me then to look at him as not such a scary guy, you know, not such a complicated card. so you might find that there is a spiritual figure in your life that you can relate to the hierophant, and that might help you if you have trouble understanding this card, maybe making a connection to the figure anyhow, let's go ahead and look at some of the symbols so he's notice uh if you notice he's ruled by the number five. And five in numerology is the number of change. You know, in in tarot it's often considered a challenging card. So this does tell you right off the bat that there's something here that he's symbolizing that may be indicating a change, perhaps a spiritual change. Also take a look at what he's wearing. So he's wearing, you know, Pope gear. And that religious outfit tells you right away that he's a religious authority. You know, I like to say that the empress symbolizes the laws of nature, the emperor is the laws of man, and the hierophant is the laws of spirit or the spiritual world. Now, if you notice, just like the high priestess, this guy sits between two pillars. The pillars are a sign of duality and choice. Also, right by his feet, there's two keys. Now, those keys are a symbol of spiritual knowledge. The two figures that are in front of him are acolytes or seekers. And this shows you that people are looking to this figure for wisdom. So right away, this card is telling you that this is all about spiritual wisdom. Now, in 78 Degrees of Wisdom, by the way, uh, Rachel Pollack says, the word Pope means father. And like the Roman Emperor, the Pope is seen as a wise figure guiding his children. So again, that really fits in with these seekers, these acolytes. Now, the other thing that um, the acolytes can symbol is initiation. So you want to think like maybe the acolytes are being indoctrinated into something such as a priesthood. So those are other ways to really look at these figures. Also, take a look at the hand of the priest, the one that's pointing up towards the heavens. It's a benediction, which is a sign of giving a blessing. You know, I often have to tell you that I attribute this card to uh, the wise King Solomon. And by the way, in my past life, I was actually a CCD teacher. If you don't know what that is, that is uh, teaching Catholic religion. And good old Father Dooley had me as a teenager helping out with some teaching for the CCD classes. And the story of King Solomon was always my favorite story. Now, if you're not familiar with it, here's what it is in a nutshell. Uh, There were two women, and they were living under the same roof, and each woman had an infant son. So one of the babies passed away, and of course, both mothers began fighting over this remaining baby, and they were both claiming it as their own. So they ended up going to King Solomon to make a decision. So King Solomon listened to these women bicker, and finally he called for a sword. And this was his judgment. He said, that the baby is going to be cut in two and each woman is going to receive half. Now, one mother said, great, but the other one begged King Solomon to not do this. She said, just give the baby to her. I just don't want to kill him. So the king then knew right off the bat that the second woman was the true mother because no mother would would ever um, allow her child to be killed. And most mothers would give up their baby if it was necessary to save their lives. Again, it was just really my favorite story. So I often, when I look at the Hierophant II, I think about here this figure perhaps is helping to make a wise choice. So let's go ahead and dive into some possible interpretations for the card. Now, first of all, it can indicate traditions and rules. So I like to say it's about conformity or respect for the rules, or maybe even obedience to authority. I mean, all that stuff could fall under the Hierophant. And like the emperor, again, the Hierophant favors rules. So the interpretation can be keeping the status quo or sticking to the tried and true path. All of that falls under this realm. I also sometimes see this card as a moral compass or a moral code, you know, which also falls into rules. The Hierophant can symbolize doctrine and orthodoxy or an orthodox approach to a situation. He can also represent a teacher, mentor, counselor, or wise elder, which means he could be someone who leads rituals or guides others through higher learning. You know, I often interpret this card as a counselor If it comes up in a question about a troubled relationship. Now the benediction, remember I mentioned that before, can also signal that you're getting the blessings to go forth with your plans. It's like everything's cool here. And also this card can symbolize churches and spiritual ceremonies such as a wedding. In fact, it's a good card for relationships because it can symbolize a spiritual union. In the case of a relationship, though, that is parting, this can also symbolize going your separate ways and being peaceful about it. Now, I've also had this card come up to represent a religious outlook on life, or it can also just symbolize religion, period. In fact, years ago, I remember doing a reading for a young woman, and I was doing the Celtic Cross, and this card came up in the position symbolizing her environment, and I said that it looks like there is a lot of religion in your household or a religious figure and she said my dad is a pastor so i mean it can really literally symbolize religion all right let's talk about reversing the card i know not everybody works with reversals but i do and i think reversals can add so much to your tarot readings so when we turn the hierophant upside down it can symbolize breaking tradition or taking a totally unorthodox approach to things it can even be a rebellion or a revolt of some sort. You want to think breaking the rules or overthrowing the old way. Now, it can also indicate original thinking or thinking totally outside the box. The reverse hierophant is, after all, the card of nonconformity. Sometimes, sometimes depending on context of the question and other cards around it, this card can actually indicate an abuse of power or oppression. And in addition to that, it could also symbolize religious hypocrisy. And I love this too. Rachel Pollack says in 78 Degrees of Wisdom, it can indicate gullibility. So that's really interesting, right? I like that interpretation. But anyhow, that's some sample interpretations for you. And I know it's a lot to remember. But here's a really good way to embody the card. For today, think about the rules that you follow every day. What are the daily rituals that you stick to? in what way do you hold up the status quo as you explore those questions, you might actually start to see that the hierophant plays a pit, pretty big role in your life. I know he doesn't mind, so that being said, uh we covered a lot in this wee tutorial you know we Look totally at our friend, the Hierophant symbols, and some possible interpretations. So I, I really hope this little podcast gets you a more, more comfortable with this guy. Again, he's really not so scary. And remember, you can always, if you have trouble relating to him, think about, with any card actually, somebody or a situation you can relate it to in your life. Like I, again, like to equate this with Father Dooley, and that can help you to make that connection. It's a great technique you can use with any card. So anyhow, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites, and I want to remind you that you can check out lots of more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got tons of free stuff, free introductory classes for tarot newbies. I've got hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, uh, just a lot of good, good stuff. And also, I've got a tarot master class and the tarot coloring book, which are both for purchase. So all kinds of tarot things for you. I hope you enjoy it. And I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. And I also hope that if you like this podcast, you'll take a moment to give it a review on iTunes. This will help more tarot people find their way to this little series. And of course, a reminder, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps you take or don't take. You're the boss, and if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.